How's it going, wrestling fans? We are back again today. And I'm just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, it's a big wrestling week, and I, I'm not going to go over any of the shows from last night just yet. I know uh, our gracious host, just John, I know he, he wants to talk about it and discuss it, and he is uh, busy this morning, uh, or my morning at least. <clears throat> so I'm gonna hold off on that. I'm gonna re review, re review uh, NXT. Uh, maybe watch AEW again, and just go from there. While I wait for uh, wait for the others to be ready. I did want to talk about, however, SmackDown. Now, of course, SmackDown is on Friday this week. Which means I haven't watched yet. Nobody has. Uh, Friday night SmackDown once again on Fox. No longer on the USA Network. Uh, so it's going to be interesting uh, for a number of reasons. <clears throat> I'm sure a lot of you have heard that some of the uh, cable outlets, uh, some of the cable companies have dropped the Fox stations. So right off the bat, this Fox deal, not the greatest idea for WWE. You know, uh, you can't you can't get better ratings, you can't make more money, you can't get your product out there and be seen if the network you're going on is losing subscribers. You know, if if the uh, cable companies. Are, are getting rid of Fox, the Fox stations, the Fox networks, then good luck watching SmackDown. Uh, as we know, everybody can just go online and watch in some manner from there. Or you can wait, get the highlights on WWE.com. Or, or what have you, but if you plan on watching live when SmackDown is on TV and the networks no longer carry it, not a great idea for WWE. Um, but that said, this this coming up SmackDown, uh, you know, we're going to have The Rock that's being advertised. The Rock's finally back on SmackDown. His show. I remember when SmackDown came on. I'm gonna date myself here a little bit. Directly taken from when The Rock was his most popular, really, in WWE. Talking about the SmackDown Hotel. The Rock's going to layeth the SmackDown on all y'all's candy asses. Um, so the show was called SmackDown. It seemed like a great fit. 
you know you had the rock really pushing the show it was also a time where it was also a time where uh wrestling monday to friday or whatever night it was on sometimes it was on thursdays at one point uh, but this was a stage where wrestling uh flowed quite well yes it was the i guess you would call it the attitude era uh, but whatever happened on monday impacted directly what was happening on smackdown uh, and wwe wasn't so oversaturated with talent that they couldn't feature everyone to some degree on one of the shows so it was it was good stuff back then so hopefully um, the new home on Fox will I don't know bring good things you have Eric Bischoff who is going to be heading it up Eric Bischoff who has uh, proven himself uh, in the wrestling sphere as far as what he brings to the table Hopefully, Bischoff can get a grip on SmackDown and uh, the storylines and the roster and everything else going on, and we can get a good product moving forward. This Friday, however, our main event, supposedly, I don't know when it'll come on, uh, is Brock Lesnar versus Kofi Kingston. And what ramifications will this have moving forward? That is kind of the big point of the whole, uh, fi- you know, Premiere episode, I won't say final episode, premiere episode of SmackDown. I'm almost certain The Rock is going to start the show off uh, instead of closing it out. <clears throat> Hopefully, they do have Kofi versus Brock close out the show. You build that anticipation up. Uh, in my opinion, what we are going to see is Rey Mysterio interfere in the match. Now, typically, uh, I don't think a face interfering, attacking a heel would work in a match. But we have an underlying story developing here where Brock came out, attacked Ray, he attacked Dominic, and uh, sent Dominic to the hospital. So uh, I, I think you have, you have a storyline here that gives you a huge out. First of all, you've built it up to a point where the face most absolutely can attack the heel, which is good. Mysterio should want revenge. And what will that mean for Lesnar's big match? I, in my opinion, it's it's pretty easy. You, you have Ray want revenge. You have Ray come to get his, uh, you know, his 10 pounds of flesh off of Brock Lesnar. Now, do you... Uh, do you have it come straight forward? You know, do you have it mid-match? Ray comes out, Lesnar gets DQ'd uh, to build that feud up. Ray really piss off Lesnar somehow, and uh, Brock runs out. I don't know. Maybe Ray slides in the ring. Brock just can't seem to hit anything on him. Ray never touches Brock, so there's no DQ. Lesnar's piss. He chases Ray out of the ring. And Kofi retains by count out. And I don't know, you have somebody else attack Kofi uh, during the celebrations to start the next coming feud. That's one possibility. Uh, whoever that, that next challenger may be. Of course, you could always go with Brock winning. I don't know anybody 
that legitimately wants to see another Lesnar title reign. Uh, it makes no sense at all. I'm hearing some people saying, well, you can't have Lesnar lose. It hurts his credibility. And I have to wonder, fucking how? How does it hurt his credibility? This guy has been booked so strong over the last few years. Yes, he lost to Goldberg. After he beat the shit out of Goldberg several times. Yes, he lost to Seth. After destroying Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, uh, Finn Balor, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, he destroyed the biggest names in the company. Not to mention, he's destroyed Seth before. After destroying everybody, we've had a few quick one-off matches with Seth Rollins, where Seth Rollins finally took the belt. And what? How did that hurt his credibility at all? It really didn't. He was built up so much, and then nobody got anything off of him. Brock surely did not put Seth over in that match, either of those two matches. I mean, yeah, Seth won, but we didn't see, like, Seth get over from beating Brock, which is a travesty. In all honesty, somebody needs to get over from beating Brock because he's defeated everybody. So don't anybody tell me losing to Kofi Kingston via a DQ, a countout, or any matter, even clean, does not hurt Brock Lesnar one fucking iota. Jesus Christ, you gotta be fucking stupid to think. Brock Lesnar loses any reputation by losing to the fucking WWE champion. Kofi's the champion. Is he the underdog in this match? Surely. But we've seen Kofi be able to pull these matches out of his ass with those trouble in paradise or whatever it's called and win. That's kind of Kofi's forte is that he can pull the win out of his ass. That's why he's champion right now. So yeah, a match against Brock, even if they just did a straight up match, and Kofi pulls it out of his ass, that would put Kofi Kingston over huge. It would solidify this championship run that we've all been kind of like, you know, when are they just going to pull the rug out from under him? Because we're seeing it. The poorly booked feuds for the champion. When they're like, oh, you know, we're just pacifying the crowd by strapping him. But we're not behind him. A, Brock, a win against Brock would definitely solidify Kofi's championship. Now, it's a clean, straight-cut win. DQ, count-out wins. It's not going to do anything for Kofi. We'll take it, but... Yeah, I don't see how you have Brock Lesnar walk out winning this match. Unless it's by DQ, which... Eh, I, I, I feel a DQ is a possible win. 
coming out of this for either Kofi or Brock. I don't think Brock winning by DQ does anything. I would prefer uh, DQ win for Kofi uh, if if that happens. But I don't want to say DQ at all, even if it's interference. Now, an interference win for Kofi Kingston does not solidify his championship victories uh, like a direct pinfall over Lesnar would. However, that would start new views. Like I said, you could have you could have the next challenger come out and attack Kofi Kingston. As for Brock and Ray, Ray interfering alone builds the tension for those feuds. Uh, now you could do do the one where Ray uh, comes out, distracts Brock, Brock chases him out of the ring. You could have Ray come out, distract Brock, Kofi hit the trouble in paradise, get the pinfall. Uh, you could have Ray come out and just directly attack Brock. There's one other. There's rumors out there that WWE is trying to sign Cain Velasquez, who uh, I believe Brock lost the UFC championship to. So, um, if that's the case, if there's a, been a signing that no one's aware of, you could have Ray come out and Brock beat him down after a ref bump. Uh, maybe go for an F5, take out the ref accidentally. Ray comes out. Brock continues to beat both down, Kofi and Ray. And then you have Cain Velasquez come in. Build that whole feud up. Brock does not need the title to feud with Cain Velasquez. Let's, let's make sure about that. Let's be clear. You know, Brock doesn't need a title run to really uh, do anything with someone of a celebrity stature. From MMA, so uh, yeah, I I would prefer to see something for the long haul. To be quite honest, I would prefer to see a long, stretched out Ray Brock feud. Brock likes working with a smaller talent, so Brock Ray feud would be fine. To have that stretch out for a you know couple pay-per-views even bring Dominic back into the thing uh, you could have you could bring a lot of the lucha talent in to do this feud I mean you you have um, the possibility to have to, to really escalate this feud uh, not just with Rey Mysterio you get the lucha house party you have Sikara uh, I'm not sure if he's back yet but you have him you have any uh, Latino, Hispanic wrestlers you can use to build this feud up if you're leaning toward the Kane feud in the future. I would assume that would be a WrestleMania moment. Uh, so you you have, Jesus, it's, uh, what we got, Hell in a Cell coming up? You have uh, November, December... January, February to March, you know, you have several months to really build all of this up with Brock Lesnar, even if it's on a limited schedule. Plenty of time to build for this. 
uh, if that's where they go. If not, then you can work around it. You know what I mean? You can still do the Mysterio feud. You still build all this up, but yeah, anyway, enough about the Mysterio feud. Friday night, where would that leave Kofi? Let's say Brock does win. What are you going to do with the title on Brock? If you don't have it where he's there every Friday, now imagine that's what Fox would want, where Lesnar is there every Friday night. We haven't seen that on Raw. So, that's a tough situation. Uh, you make promise, yeah, well, you know, we'll have Brock Lesnar as a champion. And that's a big name. But then if they tune in and they're like, well, you know, I know Brock is the big name, but when we're watching, there's no Brock Lesnar. I mean, you mentioned him, but there's no Brock Lesnar on Friday. The next Friday, there's no Brock. The next Friday, there's no Brock. And the next Friday, well, Brock's there, but he doesn't defend the title. You know, and if it, it starts getting to a point where, just like on Raw, there's no Brock Lesnar. You have set yourself up for failure. Now, by some chance, maybe Lesnar, they reorganize a deal of some sort. and Lesnar is, uh, is going to, to be on every Friday. I don't know. Maybe there's something they're planning on doing there uh, how do you get anything over though I mean, who who's Lesnar going to face even if he only faces somebody like two times a month once a month maybe eventually you're going to burn through your entire roster you're just going to get them buried I don't know I don't know what you do here with strapping Lesnar other than Paul Heyman starting a stable. And they haven't seemed to want to do that for a while. It all boils down to what they have planned for the draft. And in my opinion, that's where we're really going to see things pay off uh, for both shows. But especially, like, depending on what they do with the title from here on out with Kofi and Brock. Because even if Kofi retains, even in the best case scenario, Kofi retains clean over Brock. No interference at all. Just presenting this is the man who beat Brock Lesnar. Sure, Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar. But look, Kofi beat Brock Lesnar. Kofi never lost to Brock Lesnar. And there's something different. Now what do you do from here? Who who is going to be your main heel for SmackDown? What can you possibly do? Hopefully we see the seeds sown for that this coming Friday uh, with the new show on Fox. It's a tough question. They got a big big, big, big shoes to fill up at this point. Um, I have faith that Eric Bischoff, hopefully, can pull this out of his ass. Uh, he's done it before. And Bischoff never had plans to d defeat WWE. They were always a far second best show. 
he couldn't beat WWE at their own game and during WCW times. That's why he did things out of the box. And that's what got WCW to number one spot for a while. So I'm expecting, I'm hoping at least, Eric Bischoff can bring some things to the table that are out of the box that Vince McMahon would never have thought about, but that he will graciously allow Bischoff to do. Um, and then maybe we'll see, you know, some good wrestling for, for once from WWE. I don't know. Uh, I will say this. A lot of people are calling the AEW WWE aspect a war. I don't expect it to be a war per se when we talk about like the Monday Night Wars. But it is definitely competition. It is competition for a audience that has grown placated for WWE. There's an audience out there that will not eat the shit that is shoveled so far from WWE. I mean, we've seen uh, WWE become this sort of uh, circus aspect. There's been no competition. They have had no reason to, to put on a product that is... Uh, by far superb to anything else. Yeah, they have the money for for graphics and they have the money for uh, uh, pyros or whatever else. And those are all superficial things. But when it gets down to it, when the lights go down, the light shines on the ring, we want to see some storytelling. And we haven't gotten that lately. Everything is cookie cutter anymore. It's cookie cutter and it's easy to take one item out and replace it with another. The storytelling has been cookie cutter. And I mean, it's it has grown to a point where they just make shit up on the spot just to pass it off. There's no background storyline built into anything. Uh, and that's something... I, John and I want to bring to the forefront of this podcast uh, soon. Uh, we want we want to start pulling out why storytelling matters, and uh, I'm planning on uh, uh, building a format for our show that will show listeners why this matters uh, and why it will make a better product in the long run. I'll, I'll get into that later on. I just wanted to touch on this Lesnar-Kofi aspect. It's been out of the blue, really, when they brought it up. Everybody kind of, like, gritted their teeth, like, oh, you know, what are we, we going to get Lesnar as WWE champion now? And a lot of people had already been saying this, too. They were like, oh, God, watch Lesnar go to SmackDown with the title. And we'll be held hostage once again. People have already been expecting it. So when it was brought out, grit your teeth, try to bear it. I don't know why anybody would be possibly excited about a Lesnar run. So, as we say here, it is what it is. It is what it is. We'll see. We'll see where it goes.
I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe something good will come out of this matchup. I can only hope that my first suggestion is what they go with. You know, I, I hope Mysterio comes out. Brock chases him furiously out of the ring. He's so distracted, so angered by Mysterio out there being a make a fool of him. Paul Heyman losing his shit. Brock, no, Brock, no. Brock chases Mysterio out <coughs> down the aisle to the back. The ref counts him out. And somebody attacks Kofi Kingston uh, to set up the next feud. Whoever that may be, I don't know. We also got Crown Jewel coming up. We'll notice that Seth Rollins is the team captain for Hogan. Randy Orton's the team captain for Flair. Uh, we just had Orton Kofi feud. Is this going to be their way of having Seth lose the title and moving on, staying in the limelight though? Or does Orton attack Kofi become champion and we have the WWE champion Randy Orton captain of Team Flair versus the Universal Champion Seth Rollins captain of Team Hogan at Saudi Arabia as the big main event with the five man versus five man team I surely hope not sure hope not but like I said we'll see I don't know who knows where they're heading thing is they never know where they're heading and Vince may be saying that he was backing off letting Heyman and Bischoff do their own things but when it comes to Saudi Arabia right now that's their bread and butter all these Fox deals USA Network deals all of that but man they made a shit ton of money signing a deal with Saudi Arabia so I would uh, expect that to really to come into play in the long run all right, folks, that's going to do it for us today. Stay tuned. We're going to bring you that AEW and NXT analysis later on. Until next time, this has been Ringside Ramblings. Sam Kill of the Wrestling Connoisseur. Oh, wrestling fans. <laughs> Psychology still matters. Storytelling should be consistent. Maybe that's why I'm a connoisseur of wrestling. Tweener is not an alignment. I don't want any part of it. Goodbye. Welcome to the fight against Marxism. This is the Square Circle Journal. And now, Just John and the Wrestling Connoisseur, Sam Kiel. Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 3,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 100 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at Powerslam.tv.